You are listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. And now, here's Mark Miller and David Moulton. Diamond District bonus hour on this hump day. Miller and Moulton along with Trent. We're all in the same studio together, which doesn't happen very often. I'm back in the 239 for a couple days, which is nice. There's a lot that I miss. Not going to lie. It's fun having you here. <laughs> he says that. <laughs> it's so funny. All right, he's, Mark. He's sick of me already. He likes uh, it when you're here. Mark and I know each other pretty well. At like 541, when Mark walked in the door, he was kind of like, hey, yeah, okay. By about 553, he was kind of like, how long is he going to be here again? All right. And then sometime during the 6 o'clock hour, he's like, I don't know if he needs to stick around for the bonus hour. I mean, he's got a doctor appointment. Maybe we can get him out of here a little early. Counting the hours. Yeah. So, you know, tomorrow it'll be like, so when are you leaving? After the show. Oh, okay. All right. Safe travels. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's fun. Although I thought we- I thought we were grabbing food after the show tomorrow. Well, it's going to have to be quick. I, I scheduled a hair appointment. I, I, had to, I have to get this cut. Well, it, it is kind of bushy. It it, is, it's it's, it's on its there. own right now. It is. Will that be your first one since the holidays? I, probably. I despise getting haircuts. Really? I, I get my haircut once a week. Really? Yeah. Why? It's expensive. <laughs> no, man. Supercut. 17 bucks. What are you mm-hmm. talking about? You, you get what you pay for. I have good hair. I have a good salad. You have great hair. Right. Doesn't mean you always get great haircuts. Oh, no. I, very often I don't. I get what I pay for. But I have a good <laughs> salad. What I just said. I have a good salad. I I'm right. in total agreement. I don't. I and I do not have the great salad. So I need. Here, here's my thought: the salad. The, my hair is basically the lettuce. How bad can the salad be if you got good lettuce? I mean, that's my point. To me, the cut is everything else. It's, it's you know, if you're going Caesar, if you're going this or that. Okay, but if you got good lettuce, how bad can the salad be? Well, I just go high and tight. Hard to mess that up. Do you even go somewhere to get your hair cut, or you just pull out the clippers and shave your head? Uh, last night, I did it myself. Unreal. But not not every time. I like the process sometimes. You like talking to the... Yes. Of I course you it. do. You're 24. But again, it's one of those situations where if I get the sense that they're not into it, I just back off. But I'll talk to you the whole time. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. He's the middle seat on the you flight should, guy. You should try to date a hairdresser once. That's fun. I'll get back to you on that one. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. I mean, you know, it's fine. I mean, it's not like we need to, you know, break bread together. I mean, we did it for 20 years. Trust me. We can run to the gas station, knock down about 10 oh, tacos, and I can get my hair cut. <laughs> Go to the salon. So, we're going to the gas station for food, and then I'm going to the salon. We have to make this quick. All right. I got it. Listen, but I could tell your hair was long. My mom commented on your hair yesterday. Because, you know, she takes us in on Twitch. She puts us on the TV, for goodness sake, so she can continue to lay in bed. And so then not only is she upset about the hair, but you and I are not shave every day, guys. Oh, please don't. don't. And that that bothers her. Well, it, I mean, because she's of a certain age yeah, it, where the, her generation was a clean-cut generation. Right. And it's it, like brushing your teeth. It was part of the process. Yes. And so, yeah. Plus, her father shaved every day, you know, so she's used to 
you know, there's the man in her life, you know, just, yeah. So she thinks that's how it should be. So she loved it when I was in television. I shaved all the time. Hell, sometimes I'd shave in between shows. All right. But now, as I've told her for 20 years, yeah, Mom, I'm doing radio now. She goes, no, you're not. You're on Twitch. I go, that's not really television. We're doing radio. Yeah. And in today's world, if you've seen a television recently, nobody shaves anymore. I I know. Like a, It was two or three years ago, Joe Buck did a game. With like two, two days growth. And I even said to him, I go, are you shaving before the game? And he said, and he looked at me like, no, you jerk. No. I, no. And I just looked at him like, you look scruffy. And he goes, well, that's the look I'm going for. And I go, why? And then I'm thinking, you know, if I continue, I could lose this gig. In right. About two more sentences, I could lose this gig. So how about if we just go, oh, no, but it looks good on you, though. And then you roll your eyes and walk away. But, yeah, no, I know. Well, you might not shave, but you do. You put in the work. I mean, David always has the lighting going on. He rearranges things. He soundproofs the the room with pillows. I mean, it's not like you just well, at a it. hotel at a at a hotel. I'm I'm yeah. Cause I'm I really don't want that knock on the door when I'm on the road doing the show. Think about how angry you'd be. You're trying to get some sleep, and some Yahoo like me is talking loudly in the room next to you. And, you know, sometimes I'm on, you know, Monday Night Football's dime. That's a five-star hotel. Imagine being bothered by the guy next to you in a five-star hotel. Thrown out a how the heck are you at, at, at right. 3 a.m. Yeah, oh, Pacific. Never mind. Right. We're in town for the Rams at SoFi. Right. And it's a Monday morning after so-and-so's flown in and has gone at it hard for a weekend. Right. Closed down the hotel bar three hours ago. Right. And the guy next door is chomping at the bit to talk about. <laughs> the heck are you? This is a great Monday. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is like the Radio Row thing at the Super Bowl. I mean, you know, that's. And you know, I assume everybody has a gun nowadays. So, you know, I'm just waiting for the guy to knock on the door. You have, sorry. You know, that'll shut him up. I'll go back to sleep. All right. I mean, I, honestly, I just, I'm not, because I have the thing on the door that says, you know, basically the maid service, you know. Right. Do not disturb yeah, ever. Yeah. I mean, I, I almost like take a pen and write on the bottom. This includes a fire, you know, just leave me alone. Right. So if somebody's knocking on my door, I'm thinking it's because. Oh, and you don't unpack in hotel rooms either, do you? No. You, I, you live out of the suitcase. I just open the suitcase. Right. I'm the same way. I don't unpack. I did unpack when I did golf because we were there for a week. So I would un- I would unpack and hang stuff up, but no, otherwise I'm usually 48 hours. I was nights. always a suitcase guy, and then Greg Gunn, the longtime director and producer that I had when I worked in hockey, he's like, no, 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 no. He'd been doing it a while. He did he was, did the Braves games, and he's like, no, man. He's if you're in hotels this much, it's home, and if you treat it like it's a hotel room, it's a hotel room. If you unpack and clean up, you'll it'll be a better stay. And so I've always been. Hmm. All An right. unpacked guy in hotels. Right. I may try it. Not this trip, though. <laughs> Miller and Moulton on this hump day. Our poll question involves the kickoff in the NFL because apparently, behind the scenes, Roger Goodell watched the Super Bowl and went, you know, there wasn't a kickoff return. It's kind of boring. I mean, think about it. Between the you know kickoff at each half, how many field goals did we have in that game? I mean, had a bunch of field goals. 800. 
I mean, the Chiefs only scored two touchdowns, and the second one was the last play of the game. So didn't the Chiefs kick four field goals? I mean, did each team have four field goals? Each team had three, I think. I mean, we had a lot of kickoffs in that game. I think there were 10 kickoffs in the game. We didn't have a single return. Now, you know, once again, the game goes overtime, and it nearly went to double OT, and so, you know, it was kind of like the Super Bowl the year before, which got decided essentially on the last play of the game, and even though there were certain warts about the game, we overlooked it because the game was just too good. San Fran in the fourth quarter in overtime kicked four field goals. Yeah, seven field goals total in the game. Okay, so, and then, you know, you throw in the touchdowns and then a kickoff at each half. You might have had 12 kickoffs in this game. Not a single return. So how would you best adjust the kickoff? Eliminate the fair catch, move the kickoff back to the 30, or move the touchback up to the 35? And you said, to be honest with you, you would have put a D all of the above. Yes. That if you're the NFL right now, you'd say, okay, here's the deal. No fair catch. So that guarantees a return if it's in play. You're penalizing the kicker for kicking it through the end zone because we're going to move it to the 35. Okay, sorry, that's not too far away from scoring right right away. And then the other one is um, instead of kicking off from the 35, we're going to push it back five yards, kick off from the 30, which, I mean, you got to boot at 80 yards to kick it through the end zone. I think the trickle-down effect of this, if they did something, would be very fascinating because the position would become way more valuable. So in camp, you would probably be hearing about some kicking battles, which you never really hear about, and then they'd probably get paid more because it's way more important. There's way more pressure on the kicker if you were to do something like Mark's talking about and put all three of those things in. It would change the position. There was a time when teams would have three kickers, if you will. They'd have a kicker and a punter, and then they kept somebody around who had a big leg. And they would handle kickoffs, and then maybe they were the kicker who, if it was a 50-plus-yard field goal, they'd send that guy out. You know, And he also had done a little punting earlier in his life, so if something happened to the punter, he could, you know, Get the horse in the barn, so to speak. Couple of forty-yard punts and get a lot of colleges still do that. Where right, they've got a, which they can. Cause right, because they've, they've got, got ninety guys on the roster. Right, and they don't even have to spend a scholarship on the on the kicker, so they can do that. Like a guy I remember thirty years ago, Brad Deluiso was that guy. He was not super accurate, super big leg, and so the teams he played on a lot of times, he would be essentially the the kickoff guy and the long field goal guy. Now it but seems now, like, but now the legs are good enough where these guys right. all have a, a strong enough leg that that wouldn't happen. But you know, when you hear the coaches say we were great in all three phases, no, you weren't. Might have been great in two. The third phase didn't play. I mean, it would be nice that when actually a coach said that that there was something to the three phases of the game that special teams. We'll have to get West off on here in the next few weeks and see if we can't get Mike to talk about this. How about if you reach out to him, in all honesty, because I've tried a couple times, and you know he, when he's been employed by teams, he has been tougher to get a hold of for the obvious reason, and probably you know the organization's kind of like, eh, don't give interviews. You're pretty open, you're pretty honest, and it just so. But now during the off season, maybe there's a chance we could talk to him. We'd love to talk to him about this. 
because he has campaigned for this. We had him on the show a few years ago when he was campaigning for this. There's a way to keep it in the game and not take it out. And he was really dismayed that they essentially were going towards taking it out. Only 22% of kickoffs got returned last year. 22%. And to repeat something David said in the first hour that I think is really important here, the Devin Hester thing. Devin Hester getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, and now with these rules, we're never going to see another return man get in. Never. Because we don't get them. We don't get returns. Right. Hester did both. Wasn't just a punt returner. Wasn't just a kickoff returner. And, I mean, quite frankly, with the way it is now, will we ever see a kickoff return for a touchdown in the Super Bowl? Maybe. Not with the current rules. Northbrook, Illinois. Welcome to the bonus hour, brought to you by Jason and Todd at the Diamond District. And now, here's Mark Miller and David Moulton. 21 minutes past the hour. The Diamond District bonus hour, Miller and Moulton. Thanks so much for listening. You know, I just noticed something, and usually we don't go down this road, but so would a soccer friendly between Brazil and the U.S. interest you? Because tickets go on sale Friday, and apparently Brazil has agreed to play the U.S. men's national team in Orlando in June. Yeah, that would interest me. I mean, how often do we get a chance to see Brazil? It's just in. They're pretty good at that sport. I would I would be interested. It was funny last night the daughter had soccer, and I don't pay any attention to the practice. The, the soccer right. is me and two dads or three dads having an hour and 30-minute conversation about whatever. Okay. And the World Cup came up. And, you know, you and I have been – Hey, we've got to figure out a way totally. to go. And here are two dads. Obviously, their daughters play soccer. One of them, sons play soccer. And the dad who has a son and daughter playing soccer, it's like, oh, we, we've got to figure out a way to go. He's, and if it's not Miami, he's, he's from Nebraska. He goes, I, I'll fly to Kansas City for a game. He's, he's, there's, there's just no way. How do you miss that bucket list item when it's here and given the opportunity but brazil u.s in a friendly in a friendly i I mean granted it's a friendly and you know have no idea who's going to send who to play and all that but i mean it's it's in the state you could argue that would make it more enjoyable because it's low stakes you get to go just watch some really good players play some soccer well and i think anytime brazil plays anywhere right they'll travel so so you'd have that atmosphere and like you and i have talked about our goal with the World Cup when it's here, seeing the U.S. is about well, 45th on my bucket list. Did you see where the group play is for that? It's all on the West Coast, unfortunately. I think they do. Yeah, but Miami's got games. Yeah, we don't – actually, we don't want to see I, the I, U.S. I, oh, oh. I, no, 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 no. I couldn't care less to okay, see the U.S. Okay. play in the World Cup. I would much rather see a South American country. I would much I rather see Italy. Uh, I, I just – I would. It's not a – not that I'm not American and don't want our squad to right. do well and win, right. but I want someone with a century of hockey, of soccer history. I want to see their fan base. I want to see the way they live and breathe it. That That's more interesting to me. I want to be the newbie. I want to be the tourist that goes to New York for the first time and is just staring up at the skyscrapers and mouth agape 
Okay, and you got people in New York going, yeah, don't do that because those that want to pickpocket you will know that you're there. So just you know, fake it, fake it. Make it go along the side. Lean up against the building to look up. Don't do it while walking down Fifth Avenue. I'm just telling you. But So there's a new documentary on the it's the Four Falls of Buffalo right. on, on the teams. that mm-hmm. I just happen to be watching the previews of it. And Jim Kelly talking about playing with the gamblers and not wanting to go to Buffalo. And Thurman Thomas talking about being drafted by Buffalo and going, yeah, this is great. I'm going to go to Knicks games. I'm going to go to this. And I get off the plane. Where are all the buildings at? (laughs) That's a great 30 for 30. Well, the story how Jim Kelly originally got away from Buffalo is amazing. Yes. He's in the general manager's office with the Bills. And uh, Pat's buddy, who ran the commanders here lately uh, and was also, I think, with uh, Gruden with the Bucks. All right. He is running the Houston Gamblers, I think, or of the USFL. And he calls the Bills offices, gets the secretary to the general manager and says, yeah, is Jim Kelly there? And she goes, well, he's in a meeting. And he goes, it's really important. He needs to take this call. She goes into the meeting. Kelly is about to sign with the bills and says, Jim, there's a phone call for you. The guy says it's important. Jim uh, walks out, takes the phone call, and it's Bruce Allen, Bruce Allen. And Bruce says, have you signed yet? He goes, no, don't. I'll offer you twice as much money. Go back, say whatever you got to say. Okay, say you're going to go back to the hotel. You're going to think about it, talk it over with what have you. So Jim goes back in, totally makes up a story, all right, leaves, gets on a plane, goes to Houston. And it's something that even if there were a USFL today that was in the competing league, couldn't happen because your your salary in the NFL is what it is. Right. Yeah, back then, they were negotiating what the mm-hmm. salary, what the signing bonus was. All of those things were negotiated parts of a deal, whereas now, here's the deal. And so that's why, you know, and Kelly left for a couple of years, and he still wasn't all that crazy about going to Buffalo. Well, that's the interviews. that I mean, they show an interview there where Kelly's getting interviewed by the local Houston TV guy, and he's like, well, come on. Look, would, look at it out here. Where would you rather be, Houston or Buffalo? Right. I'm going to play here for a long time. Look at this offense that I'm playing in because he was playing in the run and shoot, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, but I just wanted to mention that soccer, obviously a lot of fans out there. And if, you know, you're interested, go online Friday. Usually a lot of, most everything goes on sale at 10 a.m., but make sure you check it out. Friday, uh, USA, Brazil, a friendly in June in Orlando. Check it out if you're interested. I am. Okay. So. If you need to leave the show, I understand, okay? Or if you just need to stop talking, you're online, and I look at you, and you're looking at me like, I'm just giving them my credit card info, Molten. Keep keep Phil, Phil. But I would pay, like, some of these concerts nowadays to scalp tickets and what have you. I mean, you can pay over $1,000 to get into a Taylor Swift, a Springsteen. I mean, I would pay that for a World Cup. I really would. I'd pay $1,000 to go to spend four-plus hours and take all that in because I would want to be there. I'd want to be in the parking lot. I'd oh, take it it's, in. It's you a know. really big deal to host the World Cup. I, I mean, I'd even – you could paint my face for a World Cup. 
I mean, you'd, you'd have to, <laughs> when I walk in the parking lot, you'd have to give me some food and drink. But if you give me the right food and drink, I'd let you paint my face and I'll root for your team. You know, I had nearly worked out with my hairdresser to do Trent's hair blue during the Lions playoffs and she backed out on me. <sighs> her stepdad's a friend of mine was trying to, you know, get her some business, trying to help right. her out. Say, how about a couple of blue streaks? We don't have to do the whole thing blue. And she's like, I don't want to deal. You know, she works at a salon. And what does she need? Right. She wants more male customers? No, she wants. Right. Yeah, but we pay. E- exactly. I was, uh, Guys, I would have done it. I 100% oh, I, would have done it if I, they would have made the Super Bowl. I was negotiating knowing that you would do it. Yeah, no brainer. I would totally do it. Women shop, men buy. I, no, seriously. Uh, women shop, men, men don't <laughs> shop. women don't buy that's funny i didn't say they don't buy but i mean when they walk i mean women will shop they will browse they will sample we don't waste walking in we're walking in to spend money we're walking in to ask questions can you help me i need this yeah right over here great okay hey which one would you like that done wrap it up okay here you go (laughs) bada boom bada bing yeah come on i got a game let's go I got to go get flowers from Publix. I'm really romantic. Let's go. Hey, we're so close. They last a long time. Do not knock a Publix flower I'm gift. Not. I'm not. Bailed me out more than once, they've, and we'll do it again. They've killed many a local florist. All right, they have. 21,000, the text line. You miss any of the show, floridasportsnetwork.com is where you can download it. Pretty solid show today. Pat Kerwin joined us. Seth Everett and Dave McCarthy talking some hockey on the show earlier today our poll question Stephen jones wants to bring the kickoff back to the nfl we give three alternatives eliminate the fair catch move the kickoff back to the 30 or move the touchback to the 35 right now moving the kickoff back has the majority of the votes with 58 percent of the vote hmm. do you think that's the most likely like how do you think they're going to go about this if they decide to do it I think it will be a combo. I think they will move the kickoff back five yards, and I think they will do something about the guys, you know, not getting a running start and a combination of the XFL that, you know, they may bring the return team's guys up to like the 30 or 40, and I think it'll be a combo. We want to bring the play back. We want to make it as safe as possible. Which is an impossibility, but they're going to figure out a way to lie to us and say that they've actually done the studies to make the play safer when, in fact, it isn't. They've done the studies. That's hysterical. I, I know. That's no, that's the BS they give us. You're right. I didn't say you were wrong. I just said you were hysterical. Welcome to the bonus hour, brought to you by Jason and Todd at the Diamond District. And now here's Mark Miller and David Moulton. Twenty-two minutes till the top of the hour. Sixteen until we're out of here. The Hump Day edition. Of Miller and Moulton, the Diamond District Bonus Hour. Thanks for being with us. Mike Westoff will join us tomorrow. We'll continue our discussion about the kickoff, how best to bring it back. One of the best special teams coaches ever. Still active in the league. He was with the Broncos last year. We'll see if he's with the Broncos again this year. He's year to year at this point. Yes, he is. If he feels like it, okay. If not, eh, hang out in Florida. Life's pretty good there. It is amazing for all the coaches that are out there that are, you know, dying to get back in and can't coach enough and wanting that next job that he's like, eh, yeah. maybe. 
But he's fond of Sean Payton. Remember, he was retired. He was done. He had had a, you know, he needed a hip and a knee, and he got that taken care of, and he was done. And one of Payton's final seasons with uh, the Saints, uh, he called him up and said, uh, yeah, I need you. And it was like November. And Mike's like, ah, no, I need you like yesterday. No, get here. I need you. And because it was Sean Payton, Westoff did it. Broncos offense was in the 30s. The league defense was in the mid-20s. Special teams was fourth or fifth. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know what he's doing. Not so, at all. So since he doesn't know what he's doing, we'll have him on the show tomorrow. It's time for someone to take back this segment, if for no other reason than to stop David from talking about Meghan and Harry. Here's Mark Miller with Today Was the Day When. 1854 we start today, David. The Republican Party was formerly organized in Wisconsin. Wisconsin, huh? They buzzed in, buzzed out. (laughs) All right. So they're 170? So the party's 170 years old? Yep. Which, uh, by the way, doesn't disqualify you to run for president. Not at all. First televised basketball game was today in 1940. Pitt beat Fordham 50 to 37. 1960, it was yesterday in Squaw Valley that the USA team beat the Russians. It was today they won the gold by beating Czechoslovakia 9 to 4 for the first gold medal for the U.S. in hockey. 1971, the PGA Championship. Nicholas goes wire to wire. Now think about that. The PGA was held in late February 1971. Why? It was in Florida. It was in Florida. Wasn't it Palm Beach Gardens? Yeah. They had it. It's one of the reasons why we haven't had a major in this state is because think about when the golf majors take place after the Masters. That's why I wonder, and we wondered, when they moved the PGA from August to May, we wondered, hmm, will that bring Florida back into play? Yeah, it's warm, I know, but it's not U.S. But Open. It's, but it's, it's not, not rainy yet. I mean, that's the biggest thing. You're not you're not in rainy season yet. Right. But also, they have U.S. Opens in Tulsa in June. So you can't, I think, disqualify some of the courses in Florida in May. Same like Texas. Like, I think the PGA in a couple years has a, a PGA in Texas. I don't think Texas has hosted a major since the late 60s or early 70s. It's all been because of the calendar. Two things happened in 1983 today that are both significant. Neither have anything to do with sports. The final episode of MASH aired today in 1983. Did anybody watch? 125 million people watched. Huh. How about that? And U2 released the album War, which would start them on their way. Oof. Oof Oof-da. The Gulf War ended today in 91. Hello, we only started it like four days ago. Right. And uh, the FBI raided the Branch Davidian complex in Waco, Texas today in 93. Huh. Okay. Bugsy Siegel, Hayden Fry, Peter Alice, Brian Jones from the Rolling Stones, Frank Bonner, who was Herb Tarlick on WKRP. That's really just for David and I. Bubba Smith and Gilbert Godfrey all born today. Man, that's quite a list who are no longer with us. Mario Andretti's 84. Looks great, too. Talk about a salad. Mario salad is unbelievable. I literally, I mean, I worked in Scranton, Wilkesbury, and so the Poconos, and the, he was still racing and all that, and they had an IndyCar race at Pocono every year. And so we actually came into contact with each other a few times of the year. I got 
to be friendly enough with him one time in which I just commented in which I said, man, you got great hair. Told Mario Andretti he's got great hair. His response? Okay, his response was he smiled and he said, my wife thinks so too. <laughs> Actress Bernadette Peters is 76 today. Eric Lindros is 51. Jason Aldean is 47. And Luca is 25. That's it? That's it. Imagine when he gets in shape. <laughs> uh, all right, I got two things for you. This was a thing back in our day. You remember uh, baseball, the drug trials? Yeah. Mid-80s, yep. you know, basketball was having its cocaine problem, and then they found out, hey, you're not going to believe this, but baseball players do cocaine too. And so they went on trial in late in the 85 season. I remember the Mets were in a pennant race, and all of a sudden, uh, don't know if Hernandez is going to be available tomorrow. He's got to testify in Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. Hernandez said, by the way, 40% of the league was doing cocaine. Yes. Well, I don't know if it's his opinion. Don't know if it's true. But apparently the Pirates mascot was like distributing the cocaine. That's one of the things that came out of the drug trials in uh, 85. But uh, today was the day in 86 where uh, Commissioner Uberoth suspended a bunch of players, including Dave Parker and Keith Hernandez. And there are people that believe that this is the reason why Parker and Hernandez, who both had around 2,700 hits, most people during that era thought, that's eh, a Hall of Famer. I mean, Hernandez, 2,700 hits, two-time world champion, co-MVP of the league with Stargell, and the greatest defensive first baseman of all time, and never got serious consideration for the Hall of Fame. And, and Dave Parker, you and I both, when we were growing up, Dave Parker was a Hall of Famer. Absolutely. When you watched him, you went, that just like Dale Murphy, that was a Hall of Famer. Parker had never got serious consideration for a Hall of Fame. A lot of people believe it was because you brought suspended them both for the Pittsburgh drug trials today in 86. Uh, Pope Benedict resigned 11 years ago today. Popes don't normally That's the resign. only one that had right. done it since like the... 1600s or something. Right. right. And he literally said, I'm 85, I'm too old. And he lived for like almost 10 more years. He died on New Year's Eve in 2022 at 95. So he, he thought he was too old for the job, huh? At 85, he said, I'm too old, it's too tiring. It'd be nice if our guys yeah, could mm -hmm. take a little... To be Pope. Right. <laughs> I, what do you do? I mean, talk about being able to, you know... Delegate? Yeah. <laughs> you only got to an answer to one person. <laughs> right. I'm about to get in trouble. <laughs> we should probably play the music. You've heard folks elsewhere mock Florida is gonna Florida. Well, Mark Miller sees it differently. He calls it the good, the bad, and the ugly. What you got, Mark? Only answers to one person, huh? Uh-huh. Pretty good one. That's good. We go underwater for the good. We're Valentina Cafola. Broke a world record swimming under the ice. She free dove a distance of 459 feet under the ice, breaking the record of Japanese athlete Yazutu Oziki, who did it for 413 feet. For the bad, we go to California. I mean, we have a tape ruler. I mean, are we sure we got that right? I'm sorry. Actually, we go to North Carolina. For some reason, I thought we were in California when I read this story, but we're in North Carolina where residents have been warned about bears because 
in-home security cameras captured a black bear squeezing out of a dryer vent from a house. Not in the house. Bear got in the house. Video captures the bear getting out of the house through a dryer vent. Like a cat. Wow. Right. Bears in the house. Finally, the ugly. Bears in the house. Sorry. That's that's quite all right. We go to Florida for the ugly. Holla, holla, bears in the house. No. What is, I don't, I don't get this reference. Or is it just a shtick? <laughs> it's just, it's old guy, you know. So-and-so's in the house. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. So I was just saying, bears okay. in the house. I like it. It's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> just a little punchy tired. Uh, so we go to uh, Florida for the ugly where an alligator was caught on film chasing down a golf cart. People in the golf cart, driving the golf cart, alligator trying to enter golf cart. Oh, snap. Now, fortunately, the alligator didn't do any harm to anyone, just scared the hell out of the three people in the cart. Uh, Gator's faster than cart. Yes. Sharp turns. Or just push the one you don't like out of the cart. Yeah. uh, No no doors. No. I I mean, you you better make sure there's no contact. Because if there's contact, I don't like your chances. Unfortunately, there was no contact. So chances went up. And that is the good, the bad, and the ugly on today, February the 28th, 2024. Six games in the NBA. Your ESPN double dip, the early game, New Orleans, Indiana. That'll be entertaining, actually, if you're into hoops. And uh, Lakers Clippers, 10 o'clock, your late game on the ESPN NBA double dip. You know, there's only two hockey games tonight. Yes, I do. Columbus and the Rangers. Rangers are big favorites. Columbus ended their 10-game winning streak on, I think it was Monday, so there's no way they lose two in a row to the Blue Jackets, but got to bet a lot of money to win a little. The TNT game tonight at 8.30, I got to give TNT credit here. They've shown some basketball and hockey games that are going to be absolute ratings duds, but Mark, what do we have? We have St. Louis and, you know, Edmonton, Connor McDavid. How about that? I mean, they're covering the league. Good for them. Not good to the schedule maker. Only gave him two games to choose from, but one of them's Connor McDavid, so that's not a bad thing. All right. Let's put the system to work here, baby. College hoops tonight. All right. We've got a couple of games that hit our methodology. We do. Which is on fire if you if you're just Yes. If now you're, if you're new. Now for the record, Gators are host of Missouri, their big favorite, six thirty six thirty. Yeah, that's your chance. Gators to watch tonight. The Gators. There you go, Mark. Come on. SEC Network, six thirty. Gators. Uh the seven o'clock ESPN two game could very well be the game of the night. Auburn at Tennessee. Chance for Auburn, if they beat Tennessee, to have a three way tie in the SEC for first. Tennessee is six and a half point favorite at home. That's on the deuce at seven. All right, our system, go. All right, well, tonight we've got Arizona State. They are getting 12 and a half points at home against sixth ranked Arizona. No. Pac 12 Network, by the way, 10 o'clock if you're interested, but 
Oh, come on. We're all over Bobby Hurley's Sun Devils there. Number 14, Alabama on the road at Old Miss. Old Miss getting six and a half at home. Listen, I might even play the money line in this game. It is a must for Old Miss. They're out. They are not in, and most people have them like on the second four out. They need a marquee win to probably get on the bubble. Nine o'clock ESPN two. I'm getting Ole Miss in six and a half. Love the points. I might even play the money line tonight. But there's a couple other games that, well, are close. Tennessee is one of those games tonight. Tennessee is hosting Auburn. Auburn. Yeah. Tennessee's getting, or Tennessee's laying six and a half, but Auburn's the ranked team on the road. Do we play it? I, if you're going to play it, I no, I would play Tennessee. Yeah, but, I would play Tennessee and lay the points. Yeah. Auburn's the 11th ranked Tigers are on the road, but they're laying six and a half. And Auburn does not have a win over a tournament team on the road. And I think Tennessee's like 12 and one at home. 13 and one. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I was close. Yeah, very close. I like the Gators minus 13 and a half. Missouri's right. awful. They are. They're winless in the SEC. Eighteenth ranked South Carolina at Texas A and M. A and M's laying five and a half. Think about that. A and M's the favorite at home. South Carolina is in the tournament. A and M is not even bubblicious. Letdown year for them. They got a good player, Wade Taylor the fourth. Made a run to the SEC tournament championship game last year. Lost to Alabama. A little bit of a letdown for A and M. Okay, Creighton lost last time out, right? They yes. had the big win over UConn. Lost. They're at home against Seton Hall tonight. They're laying eight and a half. Do you, do you take Creighton to put a beat down on the Pirates? Yes. I like it. So, All right. I got work to do. I was going to say, that's a lot of plays for us right there. Wow. That's at least a handful, maybe more. I'll tell you, it's going to be tough for me to not deposit tonight because Hard Rock's running a boost on the Lakers game. LeBron to score 25-plus Lakers to win. It's boosted to plus 375. FGCU, the two games in Jacksonville, they're at North Florida tonight. North Florida coming off their worst performance of the year in the last game. They average 80 points a game. They scored 50 in losing to their arch rival. It's a tough spot for FGCU tonight. They're getting three and a half. Miller and Malton. 